Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Travel and Transformation Show with me, your host, Sophia. I haven't jumped into talking about travel yet. Just so you know, I love, love, love to travel. I've been traveling since I was three years old. I've met so many pilots in my day, back when they let kids go into the cockpit. Now that I'm a grown-up, I'd love to meet a pilot. (laughs) Travel is part of my destiny. It's in my cards. I got in the business side of travel because I love it so much and wanted to see what it would be like to be a travel business owner who helps others with travel, making their travel dreams come true, as well as seeing where it could take me. I've helped plan some vacations and honeymoons, and that's been pretty cool. As someone who is always planning my next trip, I like to go internationally and usually solo. When we were in the office full-time, people would stop me in the elevator and ask me, where are you going next? Because they always knew I had something up my sleeve or around the corner. International travel has been very rewarding. I love seeing and experiencing other cultures. I love the sights, sounds, and trying new foods along the way, as long as I can identify it. I try to approach it all with curiosity. I've done trips where I have planned out everything on my own and had a great time, and other trips where I have worked with travel agents in the country where I'm going to visit and do international tours with them, and also had a great time. My last big international trip was Morocco. I worked with a wonderful woman named Layla, and Memphis tours. I booked the trip in 2019 for 2020 and didn't end up taking it until 2021. A few things I do when I'm planning my trips, especially the big ones, are one, I learn about the destination and things to do. So even if I'm working with a tour operator, I know what to ask for or if doing a private tour, maybe getting off the beaten trail a little. Two, I also find out if there are any travel restrictions and stay up to date on them as I get closer to my trip. I have also learned to stay up to date on visa requirements as they do change from time to time. Three, I learn about the culture and the customs so that I can adhere to them or at least be aware. Like taking a headscarf if I'm going to a country where I'm going to visit a mosque and being conservative in the way I dress. To me, it's important to be respectful when you travel. If you know that it's important to be covered, then just leave the booty shorts at home. Four, I get travel insurance. Five, I prepare to be flexible and have an open mind because everything is not going to be the same as it is at home. Six, I've also bought an individual hotspot so I can stay in touch when the internet where I am is spotty. This is important to me because I like to check in from time to time with friends and family while I'm away. I figure if anything happens to me, nobody's going to think to look for me until after I have returned. 
That was a bigger concern before smartphones and being able to be connected in most places, but for me, it's still a concern. Seven, I always travel with snacks and sometimes food. You never know what they'll serve you on a plane and if you're going to like it. This is true on long haul trips, but also short, shorter ones too. It's better to have your own food, snacks, especially if you have dietary restrictions. As someone who is mostly gluten-free due to a sensitivity I have, and who doesn't eat beef or pork, that's important. Eight, once I get to my destination, I love to go to the grocery store because it tells me a lot about the people when I see what's stocked on the shelves. I also discover new things to try and see things that I'm familiar with. I even do this when I go home to Canada. You don't get pink cream soda or ketchup chips where I live. Nine, long before COVID, I was that person wiping down all the surfaces on the plane and high-touch items like remote controls and hotels. So I always have wipes and hand sanitizer. Ten, a more recent thing that I do from time to time is take candy for the flight crew. I learned that from a Facebook group called Girls Love Travel. Especially during the height of COVID, the flight attendants were dealing with more than people should have to. Most of them really appreciate the gesture. And 11, when traveling abroad, if the place has more than one menu, then it's probably a tourist trap. If you would like to eat local food, opt for a place with one menu where you see locals eating. So now let's tie this all together with my last trip. I got to the airport two and a half hours early and nearly missed my flight due to the desk attendant not being up on the latest travel news and restrictions. I'm glad I like to be prepared, so I gave him the info and had him verify it. Because he took so long and TSA was a nightmare, I almost missed the first leg of my flight. As I ran through the airport with my backpack and carry-on, I arrived at the gate almost ready to pass out, as the gate attendant told me to hurry up because she was about to close the door. I made it down the gangway, onto the plane, and arrived at my seat. I was so relieved. I was like, okay, I'm almost there. I arrived in Amsterdam where I was supposed to change flights. Guess what? My flight was canceled. I gathered my composure as there was no freak out or tears and found my way to an agent I could talk to. I was rerouted on another flight, leaving four hours later. I made calls to Layla, who was again amazing. She made sure my driver would be there at the new time. Finally, I touched down in Morocco. I was so happy I could have jumped up and down, but was so tired that all I wanted to do was get into bed and sleep. When I walked out of the airport, I have never been so happy to see my name on a sign. It was being held by Nadi the man who would be my driver for the entirety of my tour. Seeing his friendly face and my name was such a comfort after a long day. 
This is what happens when you work with a good travel agent and or vendor. Our first stop was Rabat, and our last stop before we left that city was the grocery store. I asked my driver if we could go, and he escorted me in, and I shopped for our drive. Got water, and I found new things that I wanted to try. I did this at each major place I arrived, so I always had snacks. I also managed to find good places to go shopping because, well, I love shopping. (laughs) Some of the best food I ate on my trip were at small local restaurants, a couple places my driver took me to and a couple places I found on my own. The tour officially ended in Casablanca, but I decided to add a few days so I could explore the city. At this point, I was truly solo, and I used the information I had collected to plan out how I was going to spend my time in the city. I've seen travel bloggers say, you should get lost on purpose. I always get lost, and it's never on purpose. I should probably stop saying that as I speak it into being, but I've been exceptionally directionally impaired, so I get turned around easily. I got lost twice while I was in Casablanca, but it all turned out well. But just to tell you, I get lost at home sometimes. I am so grateful for GPS. So anyway, now it's time to head back home. I got to the airport and I thought everything was going fine. The line was moving, I was moving, and I got up to the counter and that's where it all started to go wrong. Now, I don't really speak French or Arabic, but all I could get out of them was something was wrong with my ticket. The woman at the computer shooed me away and pointed to another area that I needed to go to. I went over to that desk and they couldn't help me because although I was flying their airline, I bought the ticket through an affiliate airline, and that airline didn't happen to have a desk in the airport. It was really early in the morning, and people were not answering phones. I had a mini heart, well, it wasn't a heart attack. It felt like a heart attack, but it was a mini panic attack when I realized I was going to miss my flight and be stranded in Morocco and had no idea how it was going to get home. That was scary. That was incredibly scary as I'm standing there and I was not able to get any help and had no idea what to do next. But you never know where your blessings will show up or who your earth angels will be. The first one was my friend Danielle, who happened to be awake in the wee hours of her morning and on Instagram. I'm not even sure what made me go there. So she stayed with me and she started searching to see what was available to get me home. The second was an agent at the insurance company I bought my travel insurance from. She stayed with me for most of her shift, 
making three-way calls with me, and getting through to rude people who had no willingness to help. The third was the young lady we got in touch with from the airlines who was able to get me on a flight for the next day, which happened to be the one that Danielle had suggested, and actually a better route than the one I was originally supposed to travel. By this time, I had been in the airport for almost 12 hours, if not more. Now, everyone is not going to stay on the phone with you, make three-way calls, or stay past the end of their shift just to get you home. But had I not bought travel insurance, this would not even have been an option for me. So when I say buy travel insurance, buy travel insurance. You may not need it, but if you do, you have options. I spoke to the information guy and asked if there were any nearby hotels that I could stay at because I couldn't sleep in the airport. He said that there was a hotel really close and that they had a free shuttle. Score! I looked them up online and was able to book for the same night. It was less expensive to book online than it would have been for me to go and book directly at the hotel. I used my hotspot instead of the free airport Wi-Fi that I had been on most of the day. My hotspot was more secure since I had to put in my credit card information on the site to book the hotel. By the time I got to the hotel, the only thing available for purchase was water. The restaurant was closed. I was glad I had those snacks with me. I had been eating them throughout the day and still had some left over. I got a really good night's sleep. I got a, had a nice hot shower. And I was up and ready to go for the next morning. I showed up bright and early to the airport. All my documents, including my COVID test, were valid. And I got through security and to my gate. I breathed a sigh of relief. After I arrived at my first stop, it was a bit of an unorganized shit show, but I made it onto the plane. I knew I was that much closer to getting home. When I handed the bag of candy to the flight attendant in my area, I gave it to her and she just looked at me and she said, why? Why are you giving me this? And I said to her, uh, just because? <laughs> And she was just so appreciative, and she made my flight so amazing. She changed my seat so that I had more space, and she made sure that I was good for the entire flight. Now, I didn't do this because I was expecting anything. I did it because I just wanted to be kind. And I wanted to show, you know, the flight attendants that I appreciate what they do. And I had actually, you know, in flying seen what some of them had to go through with some of the clients on the flight. So that's why I do it. You know, 
to be kind and to show appreciation. So what started out the day before that seemed like a nightmare ended as a dream and showed me the goodness of people. My travel day and flight turned out better than I could have expected. Sometimes when circumstances look like they are not working out for you, the universe is orchestrating for your good. You just might not see it in the moment. Sometimes it takes a while to see the good or the lesson. Lucky for me, it was all laid out for me to see and recognize rather quickly. Traveling is amazing and can change your perspective on so many things and in so many ways. Don't let fear keep you from seeing this wonderful world we live in. Become a global citizen. See the ways that we are similar while being able to celebrate our differences. Okay, guys, until next time, I'll talk to you later.